Pada acknowledges the custodians and elders past and present of the lands on which we work, practice, rehearse, perform and present across Australia. We pay respect to the cultural authority and traditions of the land. The First Peoples of this nation express their culture through music, dance and storytelling and it is a privilege to continue a tradition of storytelling and performance in this country. We acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first Australians and traditional custodians of the lands where we live, learn and work. and welcome to the first 2022 Australian Performing Arts Teachers Association at PADA podcast for this year. Um, looking forward to um, more podcasts held throughout the year. We tend to do one a month, which is great. And also connecting with people within our industry and our community and sharing their thoughts um, across a range of different areas. But super excited because our first podcast for 2022 is with Jackson Huseman. And Jackson, of course, was the APADA Performing Arts Student of the Year and took our award last year in 2021. It was a great honour to see Jackson receive that award and also join the community at St Patrick's College who put on an entire show for us and, and host is so wonderful. So we thought we'd kick off the year having a chat to Jackson. Last year, year 11, this year, heading into year 12, a very different year 12. Um, we'll have a bit more of a chat about that. Um, and looking forward to hearing some insights from a student, um, which would be of great advantage for, I think, both teachers and students um, this year working across performance platforms in multiple areas. Welcome, Jackson. Hi there, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. We were just saying um, before, before we started the official recording that, you know, Jackson's done year 11, which is a very different year for everybody. And um, he's now moved into year 12 and done the first couple of days um, online, I think, as most of the country has. How's that been for you, Jackson? Look, it's something different. Not the first day of year 12, I would imagine, but... um... I think you just have to do what you got to do. And I'm glad we're all staying connected. Um, though it's a bit different. It's, yeah, just making the most out of it, I think, is the goal for year 12 because we're not sure what we're going to get at the end of the year. But what you get given, I think you can just do amazing things with. Absolutely. And um, and the, the flexibility, I think, that uh, we've all worked through in the last couple of years has been pretty extraordinary. So well done um, to everybody out there. So let's start the performing arts um, conversation, Jackson. For you, where did this all begin? You're at an all-boys college, um, yeah. have an amazing um, curriculum across performing arts at the college, but where did it start for you? Was it at high school? Was it at primary school? What was your introduction? Yeah, well, it was um, pretty young. I think at the age of two, I was <laughs> watching the Wiggles a bit too much and singing along, um, you know, 
too much to their stuff. And so um, I think mum signed me up for um, a little theatre group nearby just to do like showcases and singing and stuff. And um, I ended up really enjoying it. And I felt like there was such a drive um, and passion for it from me, which, because I think a lot of the boys my age were very interested in the football and the soccer. Um, I tried AFL for one season and hated it. <laughs> I could not enjoy it. And, um, but everyone just seemed so passionate about it. And I think I was just always like looking for that, something that everyone can go to and enjoy their like rest sort of thing. Something that, sorry, it's hard to explain. Something that they all enjoy, but they still want to work hard for. And yeah, I ended up finding that in singing, acting and dancing, which, yeah, it was just, it was just such a crazy thing. And I think once I found it, it was like something I was just so excited to be at. So yeah, I did that. And then I ended up, we did the showcases and then I ended up doing shows and musicals, which was just like a next level thing that I really, really enjoyed doing. So musical theatre is definitely, and that's what I've seen you predominantly in, and yeah. um, and uh, your your passion for the stage, and um, and I know how hard you work, and I know certainly how um, your teachers just speak so um, admirable about you in regards to that you love being on the stage, you love being in part of a script, you love being backstage. So you kind of embrace theatre as a whole wherever you can to build your knowledge, from what I can see. Yeah, well, I've really, I've loved all facets of it. So, I mean, it started off performing, obviously, but then um, I started, I started a real passion for um, set design. And I really just love looking at a stage and then seeing what they've done with it and how they've transformed um, just a blank stage into like a whole new area. And I mean, first show I saw was Wicked and um, I think a lot of people's. Um, incredible musical would still one of my favorites but I just remember just going in there and seeing the big dragon clock at the top um emerald city on the curtain and it just felt like you just entered a new reality and it was just something so crazy to me it, it is and you know having worked with lots of set designers as well um, and all the dis- all the disciplines that come together for us to build a theatre performance and the art and the craft of yeah. and entrance and exits and changing costumes. It is just, it is just amazing. Um, yeah. That is all put together. It is seamless um, across performances and the, the size and the scale of just rehearsal to have all those things connect. Cause as you know, when we're given that 30 yeah. minute call and then our five minute call and the house curtain goes up, we're live and um, yeah. everyone has to contribute and do their role to make this wonderful, all these wonderful productions on any scale come together. Yeah. Everyone has a major role that they need to do. Well, so yeah. what would be your favourite thing at the moment? Is it, I know you work a lot on scripts, I, I know that you're on stage, I, I know you're into set design and getting back there, so you're really working towards understanding theatre as a whole from, from what I can see on both mm-hmm. sides. Um, at the moment, it would probably be performing. Like, I love all the little, like, writing scripts, looking at set, um, analysing lights and stuff like that, but I just really do love performing. And I love just, like, getting a character and really just, like, diving in head, um, head first and just analysing it and then putting my interpretation of, on the stage. So I really do love it. How do you, how do you start um, investigating 
and identifying with your character? What steps do you take? Because you've got quite a body of work that you've done over the last few years and they're very varied roles from what I can see. So what what is your methodology or what have you leaned on where your teachers have sort of supported that progress? Yeah, well, um, once I get the role, I usually read through the script and just get a general idea of like certain language and different like like why the character would say this certain line in opposed to why this other character is very different and then sort of what motivates that. So I really look at the language first, um, but I treat every script like a blank canvas. So it's just like, my if you see my scripts, you see people who write beautiful notes and it's all like really strategic. My script is, if you read it, you would not have a clue what's going on. It's just, um, it'd be like limp, limp on or, you know shake body just stuff like that where it's just general notes next to it um and then once i get the language then it goes into the voice so the accent um and the you know type of tone the authority from the voice so i think acting really is three parts it's the body face and voice and those are the ones um yeah i focus on individually and then i think when i perform it i try and mend all three together which is quite actually the challenging part of acting because a lot of the time I find myself really engaged in the face but then the body's just like not representing the character (laughs) um yeah it's just sort of like being aware self-aware um but yeah once I've sorted out the voice and the language then I go physically and um understand why my character would move like this and yeah why certain things are certain things the character and I believe that's all I think when I get to the rehearsal room then I'm pretty I've got a good base and then I work with the director build on that he might absolutely hate what I've come up with (laughs) over the few weeks before rehearsals or he might love what I've done and then work on it a bit more yeah how do you go taking notes because it, it can be tough because you you spent a lot of lead-in time developing your character and your thoughts and, and um, and you know, I, I see notes as a really critical part of the process mm. as, as we're going through. So taking, you know, notes from your artistic director and um, teachers, how do you manage that? So sometimes is a little bit of a, oh, a little bit of a surprise or do you go, oh, you know, I'm going to take that on board? How do you go through your process of, of notes as you're coming together yeah. as a collaboration. You know, it's actually really interesting. That idea of taking notes has been brought up a lot in the last few weeks. Because <laughs> I think I would say about two years ago, I would take notes and I would take it very personal. And I was never really good at reacting to notes. But um, I've learned over the holidays and just listening to like a few acting podcasts that like notes are actually what get you places. Like, no one's out to really get you. No one wants you to do bad. No one's trying to say you're not doing the job properly. They're literally like trying to advance you. Um, and so my big thing this year, one of my goals as an actor is to try and, you know, take notes on and don't take it personal, like grow from it and learn from it. And because that's, yeah, I think being an actor, the biggest part is just always being open to learning. Most definitely. And I think when we're not open to it, then 
um, we stop learning. And I think, you know, we learn throughout our entire lives. We That's how we build our experience and, and so, yeah. you know, in, improve to the levels that we want to improve to. So really important. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that notes has been discussed quite heavily over the last couple of weeks. It's really important part of the process. Yeah. So, um, I've only worked on one production where notes really weren't, what I was used to and um, it just helps consolidate the cast and, and crew at the end of each rehearsal and tech run and and um, as, as we refine. So that's wonderful. Now, yeah. performing arts at an all-boys school. Now, having been to St Patrick's um, and I'd have to say I wasn't there for your award day and I certainly missed out because it was just absolutely awesome and amazing. <laughs> crazy <laughs> it was crazy and um and it was just such wonderful footage to see the entire community come together and your auditorium was like packed like it was just yeah. full and I looked across when the when the camera panned and I was like oh my goodness just look at all these all these young students and there'd be football players there and there would be people mm. who'd be in the debate team and just so broad and you all seem such a close community so how have you found performing arts in an all-boys school well in year five it was pretty crazy um because <laughs> I think in primary school um being in a co-ed and being in a co-ed school you sort of just the performing was just natural and you're so much younger you're so more naive and so I mean going to St Pat's um it was a total like cultural shift like everyone's there like into the rugby and AFL and soccer and stuff like that and so um yeah grade five Jackson was playing Oliver in Oliver Twist and it got a mention on assembly and so um some kids are really confused about that they were like oh you know it's I don't think it was um I don't think it was spite or anything I just think it was like a lack of knowing what it was and then I really do have to thank my um head of culture at St Pat's um Miss, Mrs. Aubrey, um, she really did come in grade six and she just lifted the cultural program up so, so highly. And now I think Pat's is one of the most known cultural schools in Brisbane. And it's just, we've just got such great talent and so many boys studying it after school and doing it professionally. And yeah. It, it um, look, I, I definitely um, hear exactly what you're saying. And the other thing I love when I look across anything that comes out from St. Pat's with newsletters or on social media is there is sport, there is culture, and it's really about the passion of what the students want as well. And mm. um, every program is just quite substantial and it's just wonderful to, to see that. And um, as you said, there are so many young men who are into arts and culture and studying it. It was just so wonderful to see and to see those programs come and flourish. And, you know, it's educators like, um, this, you know, the, the head of department and culture, Miss um, Aubrey, who makes such a mark and a difference mm. on, on driving those programs. So of, of uh, um, great gratitude, I'm sure we all are. Um, I certainly had that in high school as well and it, it led me to what I love doing. So, yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk awards because I have a sneaky suspicion, and tell me if I'm wrong, that you had no idea that the award was going to be done in the way that it was, which we love. It's the element of surprise, you know, yeah. that type of thing, and everyone was working very hard in the background. But then, of course, family was there, so then you started to kind of 
have a little thought about it or is there something more here? So um, how was it presenting and having a award presented at your school like that? Yeah, well, I think Friday I saw um, on Facebook that I won the award, which quite honestly I wasn't expecting because um, Miss Aubrey was just like, I'll just, I'll just apply for it and we'll see where it goes. And yeah, I wasn't really expecting much from it. And then I think six weeks or four weeks before the announcement of the award, one of the tuck shop ladies at the tuck shop oh, said, oh, congratulations, you're in the top two for the award. And I was like, oh, um, oh, am I? <laughs> I went to Miss Aubrey and I was like, oh, am I in the See, top two can, for the award? You can, you can, it's the tuck shop every time, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I go there and then she goes, oh, um, no, I don't know. I think they're just talking about how you got nominated. Um, Rather, rather, and then I was like, okay. Um, and then I later found out the principal at a, uh, at a meeting was talking about how I got um, shortlisted. And I, yeah, she, I don't think she got the memo that she wasn't meant to tell me. So they had to, they had to cover that up. <laughs> and then, yeah, I found out Friday. Um, it was a crazy day. I had um, a performance that night for our school, a showcase. And it was just a mentally exhausting day because I had um, something else on. So it was just, ray of emotions going through my head and then the next week was Adam's Family which was my final high school musical which was um yeah a big role a very big demanding role dance singing acting everything loved it but it's crazy so going to that and we had a matinee on Tuesday and this all goes oh we want to you know promote the show a bit more so do you want to do a song assembly and I was like oh yeah I guess because I wasn't, I wasn't the most keen on doing a summit assembly, but um, I did it. And um, there was a few suspicions because Miss Aubrey was like, oh, yeah, um, can you just stay at the end? And um, Mr. Teresa is going to interview you about Adam's family. And I was like, that's weird. But I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And so um, we did that. And then I sang my song. And then <laughs> I tried to get off stage as fast as I can because I, you know, didn't want to. Didn't want, the, didn't want to see the reactions just in case. Um, but then um, a whole team walked up on stage and then I was, I was fully just like a bit taken aback. And I still hadn't seen my family at this point, but apparently they were front row centre or something they, like that. They were yeah. front row centre. <laughs> I think I was just, I was so focused on doing the song. I didn't even look at someone's face. I was just, I was performing to the walls really. And um, yeah, and then, they did a whole spiel and it was just, it was just such a crazy, surreal moment. And then my family was there and then, yeah, two great um, presenters, Lee Lewis, who yes. um, we later, we um, ended up inviting her back to St. Pat's to do a leadership talk. And she's, she's, much, great. she's just wonderful. Did you enjoy meeting her? She was incredible. I, um, such, such a wise person. And just the stuff I learned from just like a few minutes of talking to her was crazy. And she was very motivating as well with her words. Just like really inspiring. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but I just loved having a chat. And yeah. It's um it's one of the things I know that my entire team loved doing. And um, mm. to have the privilege to come to schools and um and present the award and, and have some really wonderful industry ambassadors there 
um, mm. I think is a, a wonderful experience. So, so great to hear because this is the first time you and I have really had the opportunity to touch base about how you felt yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, a group of people walking on stage and going, oh, my goodness, you know, that's um, yeah. Lee Lewis. And, I'm, and I'm, you know, it, it's a wonderful experience and um, yeah. and we can't thank all the people that um, work with us to, to make those experiences happen as part of our board program. So wonderful to hear that you thoroughly cherish and enjoyed and, and have yeah. Connection with Lee, that's great. Um, so much, and then we just yeah, following that we had a morning tea with the principal and my family, and then um, thirty minutes later it was time to do a matinee for Adam's family, which <laughs> was just go go go. <laughs> we kept you on your toes. That's great. <laughs> yeah, didn't get, didn't get to breathe. <laughs> what what do you think the awards done for you? So when you look at you know where you're heading and and what you want to do, what what has the award personally done for you that you received last year? Yeah, well, I think um, it definitely, it was a big, um, it's a big thing that's kept me motivated, especially during COVID when you haven't been able to see so many shows and perform in many, it was really easy to lose that motivation. And so, I mean, getting that award sort of came at a perfect time because I was also deciding what to do at uni and I was really torn on what I wanted to do. But um, it was between, I think, psychology or musical theatre and I don't know, it was just something that was like keeping me up at night deciding what to do. Like, do I go with something I really enjoy and hopefully make a career out of it? Or do I go for something that's like, you know, guaranteed career? And I think getting that award came at the perfect time as like a reminder that it is something you want to do in the future. It's something you want to do after school and, you know, to keep going with it. And it also led to just such a big cultural representation at my school. So I think a lot of the boys now are really like interested and keen to try some new cultural stuff, like join the choir, learn an instrument, do the musical art club. It's just given so much, um, yeah, it's just given so much like acknowledgement to it. And yeah. Wonderful. It's, um, you know, we were saying before, you know, you just mentioned then that there's been a lot of changes. Performances have been stopped and started. And mm-hmm. um, and I think that probably is not just performing arts industry. I think there's been a lot of stop and start for many people yeah. out there across across the world. And and it certainly has been has been challenging. Um, we've had um, classes online and we're back in the classroom. Um, and mm-hmm. that transition I think was challenging for a lot of people in the beginning, not just students, but most definitely for educators. Um, how have you personally coped? And is there some mechanisms you've had to put in place there, um, switching between, you know, are we on or or do we need to postpone or I'm online? Is that a different way of preparing as to being in the classroom? Mm-hmm. How have you, how's that journey travelled for you personally? Um, it, was, it was a good reminder that to really appreciate everything you have and to... Um, do everything you're doing with a hundred percent because before COVID I was sort of just doing shows and not really understanding the like you know I was just it was something I've always loved doing and enjoyed but um it was sort of just like I was just doing a show doing a show doing a show I wasn't really learning or appreciating it as much and so I think going digital and having some shutdowns and some show cancellations really just showed me that like to appreciate 
what you have when you have it. Yeah, it was just crazy. I think a total of four shows I was doing had to be postponed. Luckily, none of them got cancelled. Oh, oh, sorry, actually, no, one did get cancelled. I was assistant directing for our school musical, the junior musical, Aladdin. And um, unfortunately, that got cancelled, which was such a shame because it was such a great cast and it was going to be such a great show. And I've always just loved seeing young people getting out there and doing it. So that was a bit disappointing, but all my other shows ended up being postponed. And yeah, it just gave me such an appreciation for what I have and what I get to do. And you have a very heavy schedule. How do you balance, what does a typical week look like for you? So probably let's not look at this week because we're all starting back in. But last year, you had a pretty big dance card from what I could see. And I could tell by the information that was sent through and submitted by the awards and then looking at what you're doing out there in the real world. What's a typical week look like for you between academic study, balancing rehearsals, um, developing character, being at school? Do you have any time off? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's lucky I love what I I, I'm just lucky I love what I do. But, um, yeah, usually a typical day is term four was last term. It was crazy because I was just... um, inducted as the college captain for St. Pat's. So it's added a whole other level now. So on top of my training, on top of rehearsals, on top of school, top of work, I'm now a school captain. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. No, um, it, it's, it's so amazing. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And um, yeah, it was always a goal of mine. And I never did, I was never the sporty type. So I'm really glad that I did end up receiving that um position and doing still doing what I love doing but um yeah sorry a week in my life is so school 8 30 I usually get up um six ish and then have a coffee <laughs> just, I just I like to um look at the news and just see what what's going on at the moment you know staying in touch I think that's a good example of like gratitude training as well because you see some you see some horrific stuff on the news, but you can acknowledge that, you know, I woke up this morning, I had a great cup of coffee. I was lucky to have breakfast. And yeah, and then I go to school, do school 8.30 till 3. And then after school is either rehearsal or choir. And yeah, so during school I do music, um, music extension, which um it's been a lot of fun, very, very um, challenging, but I've learned a lot already from it. And drama, so very arts heavy. Um, after school, I'm usually there till 4.35, doing rehearsals and stuff like that. And um, go home and do a lot of technical stuff. So, you know, really honing in on vocal technique and getting good vocal stamina. Um, and then another skill I've been doing is sight singing learning how to read music and sing it just oh. to help with that. And yeah, I usually listen to um, an acting podcast. I'm not sure what it's called actually off the top of my head, but it's just really good to listen to when you're driving and just like getting up in the morning, just those ideas get fresher in your head and they can help. They advance you a lot. And yeah, dance is something that we're still trying to fully work on. Because so unfortunately, would you, would you say the dance side 
looking at music theatre, that's probably your biggest challenge area. So yeah. I mean, when we talk about musical theatre, quite often you hear the language about, you know, a, they're a triple threat. They can sing, they can act, they can dance. What yeah. so dancing would be your biggest challenge at this stage, would you think? Yeah, so I never got into dancing classes young, um, which, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's what you can do. So I've, I started with a dance school um, in August last year with the, with the scholarship money I got for my performing arts award. But um, it just wasn't for me. Um, just like that, um, you know, I was new, but I was also really old. So it was really challenging and it was just... I, I like I think, that, Jackson, really old at 17. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> No, that's very awesome. I hear you. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it was just it was just such a um, it was a shame because I was really keen to learn um dance, but I was just I threw myself in the deep end, and I'm always up for a challenge, but I think that was just too too much for me too early. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, um, no, look, you, you stepped out and you um, you went for it. And that's what you used your scholarship money from the APADA Award for. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. I wasn't aware of that. That's really great yeah. that you put it towards something you really needed. Yeah. And so um, I'm currently on the fine for some dance classes where it's just a bit, you know, technique focused and all ages and just a lot chiller. So, um, no, dance has always been the struggle and I think just learning the dances like I can I do the dances and they look fine like I'm not you know nothing amazing but um it's just learning it that I really struggle with so hoping to get in some classes for that wonderful yeah yeah no it's um it's a um uh, getting your mind around uh, choreography and Mm. um, while there is you know step a certain you know uh, repertoire of steps that goes with that they do it does it does take time to develop um, those skills so we look forward to speaking to you again down the track in a few years time to see how that's going are you yeah. focusing on a particular genre of dance or are you focusing on more you know movement in general or is it is it you know yeah. are you looking at hip-hop or are you looking at ballet what what kind of where, where have you taken yourself with this well that is the unlucky part of musical theater any show really has any genre so you got your tap ballet jazz um hip-hop so it can really i'm trying to <laughs> try to learn as much as i can but it is pretty crazy i think i'm mainly focused on jazz because jazz is just like your basic dance type and pretty much all shows have that and it gives a it gives a very good uh, universal um to body movement and yeah and placement and, and those types of things that's great so you're heading into year 12 2022 is a very big year for you um <laughs> what's, what's the road ahead look like for you yeah well um as usual always a few shows planned ahead um and I do that with Brisbane Junior Theatre and Brisbane Musical Theatre. Wonderful. So yeah, Brisbane Junior Theatre is um a holiday company. They do shows in a week. So um I think there's a saying that it's I'm sorry, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's really good productions in a week as well, which I don't think you'd you'd expect from them, especially with such young people. Yeah. But it's just such a great way to like balance school on top of still, you know, training and learning. 
So a few shows planned ahead with them. Uh, one of my dream shows is coming up, West Side Story. Ah, have you seen the movie yet that's just been oh, released? It's incredible. I've seen it three ah. times. I was just... <laughs> so all inspired. That's perfect timing. Yeah, no, it was just, it's always been such a big um, dream show. Just like, it's such like a, such great characters in it with like strong dance, strong singing, like strong acting. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to do that. And Shrek is coming up as well which um, it's a hidden gem of a musical Shrek, actually. It was the first show I saw out of um, lockdown and I didn't expect to enjoy it so much, but um, it's such a great show. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, what, are you, think... what are you hoping to get out of this year for yourself personally? Because this is such an important year, I think. I mean, I still fondly very much look back on my year 12 and what that year mm. was and, and um, it was a really wonderful time in my life and while it was a little bit scary about the road ahead and choices to be made and all those things it was just such a wonderful year and and I loved everything about my year 12 what are your hopes out of year 12 um hopes for year 12 is to just make the best memories and the best of what we get um I'm glad we're having the lockdown the online learning from the start it's just that you know gentle reminder that um yeah each and every opportunity is a blessing really so um yeah I'm just I'm just there to have a good time and hopefully get into a good uni course that what what are your thoughts at this stage I mean I know it's very early on but you're probably thinking already what are your thoughts to head off into the next the next level of education higher education for university what are you thinking yeah well um I've the main one is Bachelor of Musical Theatre. But um, it's a very, very hard course to get into. So um, I'll audition for that. I'll try my best, see what happens from it. But if not, I'm not going to... I'm going to go and do a year of a diploma just to get up my dance and to, like, further develop singing and acting. And just I'll just continue to do that until I'm really happy with a course in Bachelor of Musical Theatre. And yeah, that's that's what it's looking like at the moment. But wonderful, wonderful. So still, definitely, you know exactly who you are and where you, what you want and where you're going, which is, I think, just a wonderful place to be in because you probably, you know, have friends and colleagues that are still not quite sure about what that direction mm-hmm. is for them. But you, you know, your passion. You discovered that many years ago, and that's super exciting. What would be your advice for students? considering a deep dive into the world of performing arts. Your journey has been there from, from the time you were small. It's still there right now to today and, and looking well and truly heading into the future. What would be your advice? Oh, um, lots and lots. <laughs> <laughs> go, um, go for it. <laughs> I would say my main one is to just train and really do the hard work earlier on and because then you just have those years um, just to really perfect it and stuff. So do your technical stuff early, like your singing, um, your acting and your dancing, um, really train and then do shows because, um, yeah, shows drive training, I believe. And I just think being around a cast where everyone's doing their own thing, everyone's doing their own roles, you can just learn so much. Um, another tip would be, 
um, just to listen to as much music as you can um, and such a variety as well. Understand different genres and what, you know, what you enjoy about them. Because I think there's nothing like music. Like, it was a three-hour drive here today and to keep us going, we were all playing music or you're at a gym, you're listening to music to energize you. Like, I don't think there's anything else that can really get you going as much as a good song or something you love to sing along to. So yeah, really appreciate music and listen to that. And um, yeah, just just get out there and just do what you can do. Yeah, mm. no, I think I think that's wonderful. Exactly that. Get out there and do what you can do. And um, I think a, another one for me personally is enjoy the journey while you're doing it because yeah, there's just so much to take from there, isn't it? Where you walk mm. away and every little note or something that went well or didn't go so well you take that experience you keep mm. building it throughout your entire career and and it's wonderful I'm a little bit biased though I too love performing arts and, um, and uh, I couldn't imagine a world without it yeah no 100% but yeah just listen to mentors and just get out there I mean I'm so lucky I found a fantastic vocal teacher this year Miss Inglerta who goes to St Pat's wonderful um, a teacher there she's just like vocally, she's taught me as well technically, but she's also just been there as a coach and like a, a mentor, especially for the arts, because you always have your sports coaches and that's a lot easier. But I think sticking to art teachers and listening to what they say, because they've gone to uni, they've, they've seen lots of different journeys and different outcomes for people and they know you as a person, as a performer. So yeah, listen to them. And yeah. And our teachers, you know, are our greatest mentors and I think a lot of us um, don't realise how that process has, has started and you reflect on it down the track and you go, they weren't just a teacher, they were a mentor and they supported yeah. me in my work and my aspirations and helping me improve and, um, you know, the world without teachers um, I can't even imagine because they mm. start us on, you know, our road in life, which is so important. Well, Jackson, thank you so much for your time today. It is mm -hmm. wonderful to chat with you. and yeah, um, So much fun. Yeah, it's just nice to, to hear your insights and um, your enthusiasm and a very big year and we wish you all the best for 2022 and I'm sure we'll catch up again very, very soon. Yeah, um, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> it's very important. Look forward to always staying connected, which is great. Um, I probably also want to say a big thank you to our families in the background. They're awesome this morning and uh, that's that's a wonderful thing with uh, uh, how we all work now. I love that uh, flexibility and um, yeah, and that's great, great to hear. Yeah, Thirty of us on a holiday at the moment, so we've got <laughs> wide ages. We've got I think five till um, eighty year olds. So oh, we'll, wonderful! You definitely heard some. <laughs> you definitely heard them. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, well, we can't thank you enough for your time. And um, again, a congratulations on the road and the journey that you've travelled. It was just such a wonderful experience out of a really tough category, I'd have to say, to award you the APADA Australian Performing Arts um, Student of the Year. And uh, we were deeply honoured to have that and certainly deeply honoured to have uh, St Patrick's host and, and present you with that award. And that's why we really wanted to bring you back um, as our first podcast for 2022 and share your insights and the roads you've travelled and, and, of course, this wonderful journey you've had ahead. 
Thank you very, very much to all our listeners out there. Um, I hope you enjoy this podcast with um, Jackson today. Lots to learn, lots to consider. You'll find it on the APATA website at www.apata.com.au and you'll also find it on iTunes and Spotify platforms pending your choice. Thank you very much, everybody, for your time and for listening and we look forward to catching up with you at our next podcast very soon. Thank you so much, Jackson. All the luck and all the love. Um, (laughs) Looking forward to seeing your journey in 2022.